0: I'm Babs Gray, and people are talking shit on destroying cars like you didn't love doing it in Street Fighter. (laughs) I'm Brandi Posey, and
1: these are my daughters, Attack and Dethrone God. They're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and oh my
2: God, I just remembered two weeks ago when we were getting mad at people for posting too many pictures of their homemade bread.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we.
3: We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Test We got a show
0: for everyone that's the fucking best Come on baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies Welcome to the show. Um, thanks for joining us. We are still here, still Zooming.
1: Yeah. And, We're, uh, zooming.
0: We're Zooming. We're Zooming. We're Zooming. zooming. <laughs> zooming. Oh, no. Zooming. God damn it. This is my <laughs> fault. This is my
1: fault. I told the guys yeah. then right before we started that uh, Lisa Curry, a uh, friend of the show, uh, made, us, uh, made, made me some jam, that she dropped it off. And every time I put jam on bread, I go, it's all right. We're jamming. I want to jam it with you. <laughs> but then that... Will just See, be in my head forever.
0: So I apologize to the listeners. Now you just have to think of it as marmalade, so then you can be like,
1: "Grammy."
0: Okay, this is. Oh my god, that was the
2: worst, hands down, the worst lady marmalade I've ever heard.
0: All well, I three think of we us. We all didn't know. We all kinda of paused and we're like, is this how no. it, it was And then we chose a different part of the song. You know, no. you not know, a lot
1: of confidence, I'll say. You know what, Tess? I just don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> hey.
0: Oh. <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> boom. Boom, <laughs> boom. All right. Let's bring in our guest. Uh, she's a hilarious comic from Seattle, Andy Iwancio. Hi. Hi, how are y'all?
1: <laughs> Pretty good. What's Isn't your okay. favorite what's your favorite condiment bass song? Condiment based song? <laughs> Would um, you consider jelly or jam a condiment? I think so, right? I think yeah. I think so. Probably technically, yeah. It's yeah. it's like the uncle
0: condiment, I think.
4: Is butter a condiment?
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
0: <laughs> um No, I think butter's like a staple.
4: Uh I think my favorite <laughs> condiment based uh song is Mayo. May. May. <laughs> did i just gentrify that song i did yeah, you did. chose the whitest thing <laughs> well it's a fake song it's I, even when i'm trying to make fun i just
0: <laughs> Come. we're all yeah hey, we're all trying you know yeah sometimes absolutely. it just happens Come, Mr. Mayo Man, mayo my bananas.
1: That makes me (laughs) want to die. Sorry. 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 Stop. (laughs) I I like bananas right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah, we are all, everyone except Brandy has wet hair right now. It's kind of that sort of a morning. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like a very, like, 90s love interest in a movie, you know, kind of mm-hmm. caught in the rain. Yeah, you guys
1: are, yeah, it's it's very, very third act rom-com, all three of you. It's beautiful. <laughs> I will say,
2: so I, just full disclosure, forgot that we were podcasting at the time we were supposed to podcast, and I was on a long run. And like, so when you're running, you're supposed to run like your last miles faster than your early miles, Mm -hmm. but that's a challenge obviously. But since I knew that I had to like haul ass to get here, it was like motivating me. And I was like running super fucking fast. And the song that came on was, I want it that way. (laughs) So I was like running so fast that my face was red and I was like sputtering uh, to (laughs) Backstreet Boys, thinking about you guys trying to get here to podcast. Oh, that makes me feel good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Is that, uh, is that like on a, a playlist that you've made for running, or is that a uh, just random?
2: That is actually on my Vegas pre-party playlist, which I switch <laughs> to sometimes when I'm running.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I found wow. It. Can we? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No,
4: no, no. I was going to recommend uh, uh, I accidentally heard and then started listening to a BBC uh, radio a show called workout anthems it's bbc mm. for workout anthems it's like a half hour of like ridiculously poppy song and it made my rave grandma heart swell <laughs>
1: <laughs> rave grandma is oh i that's
2: love that's a that. great rave yeah grandma. do you yeah i i absolutely identify as a rave grandma mm-hmm. um I was,
1: <laughs> you for I sure was do
2: thinking, i do like because it's like i do you like techno andy
4: uh yeah, I've I've been um DJing for twenty years. And oh, ma- okay. making uh some dance music since like middle school in the nineties,
0: I say. Really? Yeah, yes.
4: Ninety That's awesome five ninety six. What,
0: what were you using were you just like DJing with like albums when you started or how were you doing it?
4: Um, just like digital files and music and stuff. There's this like oh, okay, okay. old computer uh, this is where it gets boring there's an old computer called an Amiga and it had music on it and people in Finland liked it but nobody else so and, <laughs> I know a lot of Finnish I tr-
0: people <laughs> I trust Finnish for probably decent dance rave yeah. music
4: yeah. Yeah. Finnish right. they get it done but uh, <laughs> yeah I've been, I've been teaching DJing to kids for about the last 10 years Um, Like, what kind of kids? Like, really young kids. Kids have really good taste in music. That's cool. I believe that. That's
2: amazing.
4: There was a kid who was eight and he did it, and his parents were like, Yeah, he's been bothering us for four years. Like your kid was four, ask, trying to bother you about DJing.
0: <laughs> I feel like you're the good. I'm glad that you are doing that and that like you're stemming them away from becoming like a douchey DJ. You know, you're like, all right, I'm gonna get them when they're young and like teach yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs>
4: you you don't know how many times I have to stop shy of telling them drug
0: advice. <laughs> That seems like it should at least be a high school elective. That's a rave ant, you know. That's what the rave ant comes in and tells you about drugs.
4: I feel like the DJs I've seen after the fact, I like give them the like cocaine talk. (laughs) What's
2: the cocaine talk? Can you give it to me?
4: Uh, Don't do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good talk. Yeah.
4: What they would do is that uh, you would promoters, rave promoters, befriend each other. The business card is giving somebody a key bump of coke and so Oof. much in the same way people like to uh people like to schmooze with like representation and everything the same thing
0: mm-hmm. happens with keys and cocaine and i mean that's also happening in hollywood so it's <laughs> very similar it's just the keys to a
4: prius instead huh <laughs> <laughs>
0: The key yeah, to they're like, do my confidence. My dry cleaning, and then we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Um, do, do little kids have,
1: like, really funny DJ names they come up with, or do they just go by their no- normal names?
0: I, kid- uh,
4: I told them the, the other thing is, is during the during the entirety of the program of me teaching the kids, I tell them to not tell me their DJ name until graduation day. Aww. Otherwise, I'm going to look at them weird.
0: (laughs) uh, Also, that's good, because they need to process it a little bit. Yeah. It can't be, like, the band changing their name, you know, every day. It's Mm -hmm. like, all right, think about this. What do you want your DJ name?
4: Uh, I taught a Haitian kid, uh, this kid from Haiti who had just moved here, and he didn't speak any English, just, like, a tiny bit of English, Mm -hmm. and he had DJ experience. So, Mm -hmm. like... I would show him stuff and he knew how to do them. And then he would I oh tell him being bored by some things, but then I'd teach him to scratch. Aww. And then he would just send me videos of him scratching. But he's Aww. DJ Laser the Revolution.
2: Ooh. That's oh, a, that's a great name. That's a really good <laughs> one. So, <laughs> how can we attend a dance party that's being DJed by a child?
4: Um, We were putting on the for about, uh, I think like eight or nine years, we put on all age dance parties at a ice cream parlor slash arcade here in Seattle. Oh,
1: that that sounds very Pacific Northwest. <laughs> That's really sweet. <laughs> it was
4: it was really great. We would have DJs and like children would be dancing, and it's just you can't be. There's nothing like being blown away by children dancing to rave music. <laughs> trying to tear. I could I could feel my bosom well up with pride.
1: Nah. <laughs>
4: I
2: got into techno at a really young age because my dad got was like way ahead of the techno curve, and he brought home some like cassettes. I remember there was a band called KLF that he yeah. was really into, and mm-hmm. Sunscreen. Do you know Sunscreen? Yeah. I K- I don't know if these are just bands that my dad liked or.
4: K- KLF were like the original. Uh, they are the original ironic like group. They're two DJs who who think that uh, the music industry was bullshit so they've Mm. given away all the rights to their music and they famously took a million dollars a million pounds and just burned it and that was the front cover of their album called a million and a half gone
2: whoa (laughs) well that makes me even more proud that i grew up on klf my dad just like brought home klf and was like this is the future
0: (laughs) did they get shit for not like giving that money to anybody um, I done, guess that was just a statement.
4: It it was a statement. It was forever ago. They've they've they're like amazing in terms of like being really super conscious. In that same yeah. way that you're like awesome. surprised that Chumbawamba is an anarchist collective.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, when wow, you get knocked down, I did not know
1: this. When you knock yep. down, you got to get back up again. I mean, like, that's. Rule number one of anarchy. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're an anarchist
4: collective now. Chumba is a terrorist group of this country. <laughs> oh
0: my god! <laughs> Let that sink in. Really? It was bound. Ba- I mean, it was bound to happen. Yeah.
1: Join the Chumba party. I'm into it. Man, I was like impressed by Andrew WK breaking his nose for his album cover, but burning a million pounds is a, a whole new level of commitment. <laughs>
4: I was really happy. Tegan and Sarah just posted on their Twitter feed. They said to, if any turfs are following them, to unfollow them and fuck right off.
0: Oh, nice! I know. I saw that. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> they're the best. I mean, they're talking about because J.K. Rowling like yeah. was yeah. coming out with all this fucking turf shit that yesterday. That was so mm.
2: random. It was like out of nowhere. It was like. Did you know you could just shut up? It was, the but it wasn't. Up? She's been she's, she's been kind of on that tip yeah. for a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, like, she has. Also, uh, yeah, like read the room, girl. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> yeah,
4: I I don't want to repurpose a tweet, but uh, I will anyway. I posted that <laughs> now J.K. Rowling can go walk with a ghost in a bathroom.
1: <laughs> of
4: the stories and there's yeah. a ghost in the bathroom anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she sucks and we are not kidding Isn't uh, it
0: great when you feel guilty for saying a tweet to yes. people i'm like but it's a funny thing i can say again right <laughs> but i still feel bad about it i'll that say whole, it in the
1: real world <laughs> that whole
4: comedy thing about not passing off jokes as conversation
0: that's out the door now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck no. I need like, everything, everything I can get. We haven't done real comedy in three months. Like, we're going to use the tools in our <laughs> toolbox.
4: 100%. That's the, <laughs> that's the complicated thing about, like, all the Zoom shows is that, like, it sucks for us having to do them. But then it turns out I've like done comedy for sides of my family who hasn't seen me in fifteen years. Mm. So they've gotten to see me do comedy live for the first time in my living room. And then th- that was actually really amazing.
0: <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. There have been some byproducts of it that have been really cool. I mean, yeah, being able to reach a wider audience is obviously like really amazing and mm-hmm. and it has been it it has been like have some benefits I wasn't expecting as far as like doing it digitally. Um, But it's just going to, yeah, it'll be interesting when we actually have a crowd again
2: to that point though, it's making it harder. Like the people that you always kind of play off of that are like, Oh, I want to come see you, but you don't want them to come see you. It's making it harder to like have an excuse for them to not.
4: (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty much like I've said it to people. You can't say that you couldn't make it out now. Because you're getting on the internet to tell me you couldn't make it to the internet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you gotta make it into my show now.
0: (laughs) I mean, I still have the awkward moment where, like... Because we host Comedy Quarantine every weeknight, so it's Mm -hmm. like... I'll, I'll be in there and I'll see someone come into the chat who's somebody who has said that they're like, oh, I'll come check out your stuff sometime. And it's like usually while I'm in the middle of like some garbage bit that I don't want them to be seeing. So I still have that experience of when you're on stage and you see someone you know come in and you're like, this isn't the one. Go away. <laughs>
4: it, was, it was watching your... Uh, I've been watching... I haven't seen your show, but I've been watching your dance parties. It's been my Friday night oh. thing for a bit. <laughs> Uh, you inspired me to actually do my, you know, mix show on the regular, so there's that. Yeah,
0: Andy's been doing a DJ, uh, when is it, on, on Saturdays? Uh,
4: Saturdays and Sundays from, uh, 4 to 6 p.m. Yeah, she has
0: a really fun, like, DJ set to tune in on, so check that out on Instagram, too. I have been I haven't been doing mine for a little bit, I'm not sure when it's gonna come back, but... It just was like, I'm like, this doesn't feel, I don't want to just be dancing in front of a camera right now. It doesn't feel appropriate. Yeah, so. it's a, a difficult
1: <laughs> Friday night with everything else going yeah, on. Yeah, I was like, I'm
0: not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, but you're an actual DJ. You're actually like, spin- I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. I'm doing stupid shit in front of the camera for no reason. Yeah. yeah.
1: Barb, what's but- the craziest thing that you've bought for your dance parties? Because you were like adding stuff every week, right?
0: Your- Honestly, all almost all of that was shit we already had in the home that we uh. just discovered was in the home. <laughs> so, think. I will say that the um, see-through dick that the uh, <laughs> that we bought for a bachelorette party. <laughs> I was there when you party, bought that. Yeah. Yeah, Me and Tess rolled into Hustler at like nine in the morning in Vegas <laughs> and nothing was open yet. <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, well, I guess we got to better get our friend our friend uh, her bachelorette thing. And so we literally sat outside waiting for it to open and <laughs> finally went in. And, yeah, we got that. I'm sure I talked about it, but it's like you're supposed to pour beer into it and you're supposed to drink from the, uh, the beer from the dick. From, like, Never the tip got of it? Used. Okay.
2: Beer yeah, dick. And it I makes was... perfect sense. Beer dick. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> beer dick. A giant stein. It's b-
0: Brew Balls. Brew Balls is <laughs> the name of it, everyone. Um... Man. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's getting used. Yeah. So...
1: The person that came up with brew balls was, like, literally, like, sleeping and then woke up and was like, brew balls.
0: It's it's just, like, a giant dip." And they were never heard from again. (laughs) That was the only thing they ever put into the world.
4: Like, are you tired of drinking from that German boot? Try a dick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean,
2: it is huge. It is a huge clear
0: dick i mean how many inches do you think it is Babs? um i mean yeah it's probably 15 inches long or something and then like just gir- very girthy i was gonna say the gir- girth so, thing is it's also got that, yeah
4: it's got that big ipa feeling yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got big ipa energy um but it's but it's like you know i just started using it to sing uses as a microphone during celine dion and then it was like it just kind of found its own life you know and now it's just part of the dance party and when people are watching they're like oh the dick came out they know that i'm very drunk
4: um. you make it sound like the dick has settled down as a roommate in your
0: house <laughs> it kind of has it has, yeah. It's part. Of, it's part of the family now. You know, nothing. He was right, crashing but. on the
2: couch, and now he's a full-blown <laughs>
0: member of the household. Like ha- most of my relationships with penises, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has been. That's been a really funny thing for a lot of the Zoom shows. Is seeing all the alternatives to microphones people have been using. I had oh. no idea how many of our friends have Hitachi wands, but I've seen all of them. Since that's quarantine a, that's has started, that's all I've seen. Just, it's just using microphones.
4: It's <laughs> like this is the time we're finally taking back. To, uh, this is our stand against humping stools. <laughs> it's using <laughs> vibrators and dildos for microphones yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I mean that's a really funny concept to me Because like I'm uncomfortable without a mic But I, I don't know that I would be more uncom- more comfortable With my
0: own vibrator in my hand Is this thing on?
1: Z-z-z-z-z-z. Yeah
0: <laughs> I'd probably have to give it a good wash I don't really know if I want a, a nose full of that While I'm doing <laughs>
1: I know. I like definitely do stand up with to my mic fair. on my face. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It's funny. Yeah, Anna Anna, Anna uses one, but she also has these two tiny hands, so she holds it with these tiny hands and just touches it while she's, like, doing her stand-up now. It's fucking insane to watch. I love it.
3: I mean, it's... Yeah, it's weird. It's I was so doing
0: um, Jake Kroger's podcast, and we were just talking about, like, the future of stand-up and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you know, I wonder if, like, sets will be... Uh, for germ reasons, if we do go back to stand-up, if stuff will be acapella. And I was like, what? And he's like, you know, without a microphone. And I didn't even... It didn't even hit me that I've been doing so much stand-up without a mic because I'm so uncomfortable without one on stage. But Mm. this, I guess it's because I'm holding my phone when I do... Yeah. You know, comedy quarantine, so maybe it kind of holds as like a but it is such a weird it's like being at a party without a drink. Yes. You're like, I just want something in my hand. I need something here. Yeah, definitely. Um,
4: <laughs> I'm I'm not going to any a cappella open mic. <laughs> like I Well
0: when he said a cappella I was like, What? I was so scared and I was like, Oh, okay, I see what you mean. <laughs>
4: It's it's gonna make every it's gonna make every open mic look like a TED talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes I know every time I have to do one I feel so weird I just I really I don't know what to do I feel like I'm like twirling my arms the whole time or something
2: why is that and- so awkward it's like the worst feeling in the world like you never feel more naked it's like you feel like your do your jokes even work you don't know how to stand all of a sudden you don't know what to do with well, your cause hands well because it gives you
0: all the power it gives you like the authority over the room too so it's just a really weird position to like not have it
4: yeah I've, I've been using eight times the amount of air quotes during <laughs> Zoom shows. <jokes. laughs> My, like, fingers just wander This is a
1: in. joke. <laughs> yeah. This is where it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, well, I, All I, right, we'll take a... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I just have, like, a rusty machete from when the, they pulled out all the hoarder stuff next door. So I usually just have that off camera, and then I'll just pull it up slowly into the camera <laughs> during my sets so people don't laugh at stuff. So I'm having – that's what I'm using instead of a vibrator.
0: <laughs> I – um my – here's my – this is not going to read on audio, obviously, but here's my gag that I've been doing um, during shows. I'll be like, yeah, you know, we've been drinking a lot lately, like – You know, the booze has been running out really fast, but it's okay. I'm just, like, you know, holding on. (laughs) I get my...
1: Pour my
0: mouthwash into a wine glass. Real great. Oh, that's fun. And then I have to pour it back into the bottle. It's not very fun. Because
2: you actually need your mouthwash.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm like... (laughs) And then I sit there in silence because I can't hear any laughter. Similar to what just happened. Um, (laughs) And then... (laughs) And then I go on with my day. I... Turn off the camera and then I go lay down on my bed two feet away and think about what I've done.
1: <laughs> what a time to live in. <laughs> All right guys, we'll be right
0: back. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Adam and Eve, the number one adult toy superstore. Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. Wink.
2: (laughs) Hello. Isn't that the truth? You know what really gets you through a day is a nice fun time with your partner or alone. Adam and Eve has whatever you want to have a good time while you're at home. Uh, They have toys for men, toys for women, couples toys, every kind of lube and lotion, lingerie, and just so many other sexy gifts.
1: We're talking vibrators, dildos, masturbators, anal toys. The anal toy section says best for backdoor (laughs) on the website. Just go there just for that. But
0: I mean, truly, you know, I think like for me, this is the kind of thing that I don't like. It's like I got my old standard and I don't like re-up. and uh, Re-up is something you want to call it? Whatever. I don't think about like investing again in it, but you really should. I mean, it's a really... It's really, I think, important to do it whether you have a partner or not to just like try something new, stimulate your life in a little bit of a different way than you're used to, mm-hmm. especially right now when yeah we are hanging out at home and and like I know for me it's like I don't really like get it's not like I'm I don't get dressed up to even go do comedy or anything anymore you know what I mean so I'm feeling like kind of like it mm-hmm. it would be nice to have some excitement in the bedroom and you could, with lingerie or with toys or whatever so this is a really good opportunity to kind of like. Mm-hmm. Go for it, and also if you use our our code, you get fifty percent off any one item. So that's like a very very good deal.
1: Yeah, that's they're all, really absolutely. Yeah. They're Just also going to give you. They're also going to give you ten free boredom busting gifts, including six Ooh. spicy movies, a three piece bonus kit, and best of all, free shipping delivered discreetly right to your door.
2: It's really good stuff. You can get um, it, take advantage to almost any one item and get 50% off at adamandeve.com with our code LADY. Just remember to use offer code LADY. That's LADY at checkout for this amazing deal. Treat yourself to some laundry. If you're going to get dressed, wear something that doesn't have a button <laughs> in the back. You know what I mean? Uh, go to adamandeve.com and use that offer code LADY to get 50% off just about any item plus 10 free gifts. Use code LADY at checkout.
1: Hey, we're back on Lady and Lady. I'm Brandy. <laughs> I'm
0: Babs. I'm Tess. I'm here with Andy Avanzio. Hello. And what? Tess, Tess has a got business a business idea, so we had to get this I, on.
2: I think I have a great business idea, you guys. It's toy store. It's a toy store similar to FAO Schwartz, mm-hmm. but it's for adults who are either on drugs or planning to do drugs soon. You're- so it's all like trippy stuff, and it's like a. No judgment zone, and you can. It's like F.A.O. Schwartz, where there's like the big piano and weird ass, crazy shit like that.
4: You're talking. I'm totally down for this. You're talking about Spencer's gifts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Spencer what you're saying really is just
0: needs to add a big piano, and then we'd be fine.
4: <laughs> it would yeah, just be right. fart noises, though.
0: <laughs> a giant I, piano of man farts. Didn't- yeah. <laughs> oh. I wonder if there have been any Spencers broken into that would be everyone just running out with, like, fake poop and stuff. Yeah, people need their
2: six-foot forks, okay? exactly.
0: (laughs) I'm turning 40 next week. I need all the
1: lordy-lordy-look-who's-40 crap. (laughs) uh,
4: I I don't know about y'all, but, like, I work way out in the suburbs, and I've been seeing... Stores way out far from Seattle still boarding their places up like anarchys oh. coming for them. Yeah, and My yeah. favorite one is a uh, a model railroading store boarded <laughs> up its windows.
1: <laughs> like, oh my god! It's going to
4: get looted by anarchists.
1: <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ! <laughs> they got the fear in them. Those those model railroad guys. They're, They're going to not- make
2: like. Little tiny miniature Molotov cocktails and put them
1: on the caboose. <laughs> Aww, I want to start an Etsy store. That's those. pretty cute. That would be right. adorable. Like mini- anarchist miniatures.
0: Yeah. And Did you guys awesome. see that? Like, Fo- was it Fox News or somebody that called them Molotov
1: cocktails? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Idiots. Good job. Um,
0: let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about some like going out and protests and stuff because. I know, yeah. Andy, you said your partner's been, like, out doing med work at them and stuff? Yeah. Oh, wow.
4: Yeah, he, he's he been doing street medic work at uh, all of the uh, protests and stuff. And so, like, I've just been, you know, keeping the, keeping the, the light w- warm in the house for him to come <laughs> home from his day out in the in mm-hmm. the uh, protest minds.
1: <laughs> what was the- Oh my God. I was like, what, what was like the training like for becoming like a protest medic?
4: Um, Linus has been a protest medic for, uh, I think, 10 years. Oh, cool. He started doing it when he was going to school at Evergreen in Olympia. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's kind of stuck with it. And so occasionally he has to go be a superhero.
1: no big deal (laughs) that's awesome
4: (laughs) that's
0: cool so he's been okay right like
4: yeah yeah it's been hectic a couple times uh, but he said for the most part it's really calmed down it's a lot of like trying to keep people from being mellow and keeping them peaceful protests and for the most part Mm -hmm. that's been working and then there's the normal amounts of shitty police as there has been but yeah yeah uh, mm-hmm. but, but I, I assure you, Linus just chimed in with a, fuck the police.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. That's uh, what I thought, but I was like, I couldn't tell Lies, where it came from. And I was like, like, what just happened? <laughs> we agree, Linus. This yeah,
2: is yeah. Large. Hey, Linus. Hi. Hey. Hi.
0: Oh, you've been sitting there? Oh, you've been creeping the whole time? No, we've been around the corner. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like right Thank behind you, you, this whole <laughs> He was making coffee. <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for being out there and helping people, that's all. How, thing. I can't hear anything. Oh headphones
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. on duh. <laughs> how,
3: how has it been out on the streets, Linus? Oh, yeah. um, I mean at the beginning of the week it was really kinda intense and it seems like the the Popo have kind of done a little bit more of a softly softly approach, but it's like still mm-hmm. kind of gone off a few times and yeah, I think it's yeah. it's really, really chill. Like, the energy is so fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. there's just some folks who are, like, mad as hell, and mm-hmm. I really, really respect that, um, mm-hmm. but, like, trying to kind of keep things um, with the way folks who are running the protest want to keep it and kind of yeah. make sure it, it's peaceful totally. and, totally. yeah, get shit done. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, Linus, what was your training like to become a, a, a protest medic? Like, I just don't know, like, what that actually entails.
3: Oh, well, so I, I got, like, a, I actually got my EMTB when I was, like, 18. But that's, like, mm-hmm. long since so it's fired. But that was kind of some base training. But, yeah, there's a, so there's, like, a, a 20-hour street medic training that mm. is, doesn't give you any certification. Like, you're not certified for anything, but you are prepared. So it's pretty cool. And it does stuff like teaches you how to, you know, wash people's eyes out. Um, but mostly just, you know, be mellow. Because um, <laughs> I think that's a lot of times what street medics can do most of the time is spread calm.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Well, thanks for hopping on for thank a second. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: This, I've been I've been listening a little bit. This is so cool. This is super awesome.
4: Aw, thanks. Aw, <laughs> oh,
0: thank
1: you. Yeah, like, we're the we're the heroes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's L- us.
4: Linus is from Baltimore like me. We're from originally oh, from yeah. Baltimore. Maryland so.
0: baby. Yeah.
4: Like what Brandy when I finally met you, I was like said in my head, don't talk about Baltimore shit, don't talk about Baltimore (laughs) shit. And the moment I met you, I was like, Baltimore shit!
1: (laughs) Abby, and you know how much I love it. I love repping the DMV. (laughs) It's the best over there.
0: Of course you're gonna connect on that. I mean, we all, especially like, yeah, such a unique place like Baltimore. Like, if I ever meet someone from Salt Lake, we're gonna talk about it, because it's like, remember that fucking weird cult city we grew up in? Let's talk (laughs) about (laughs) it. How, how how true is
4: the movie SLC punk to salt lake city
0: um god <laughs> honestly i don't remember it at all so i think i there was a yeah i don't know i mean of course there's people there like i there's definitely a good amount of people who were acting up against their upbringing i will say that mm-hmm. so but i i mean i only saw it once you know yeah. So all I know is that Adam Pascal from Rents in it really. That's all I could tell you. <laughs> I think that's like
1: I think that's like saying the wire is like Baltimore. It's like it's like a <laughs> there's there's a lot of truth to it. <laughs> but it's not yeah. everyone's experience.
4: <laughs> that's that's most of my life is being like it's it's Baltimore. It's it's not like the wire. <laughs> yeah. Cuz when you go to Baltimore and you like if you go to like uh, the like the east side of Baltimore, mm-hmm. they'll be like It's crazy here, but the West side of Baltimore, that's where it's really crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the people (laughs) on the West side of Baltimore will be like, it's crazy here, but the East side of Baltimore, that's where crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's so many cities. Like even LA, every region talks shit on every other region of LA. Like mm-hmm. people on the west side are like, oh yeah, the hipsters on the east side. Oh, are you like an east side hipster? And then everyone on the east side is like, yeah, people on the west side are just these like conceited divorced dads. <laughs> but really there's divorced dads everywhere.
3: Yeah,
4: I, absolutely. The, the thing that uh, surprised me the most about visiting L.A. and getting to see it is, like, cell phone dead spots in L.A. are wild. <laughs> you could be, like, oh. you could be across the street from a kombucha place and not have cell service. And that's so fucking weird to
1: me. <laughs> Do you
4: have a Yeah, Verizon? I never
0: really thought about that, but you're right. It is, like, it can be really dead. I mean, it depends on the provider a lot of the time, but, like, yeah. in, in my house, yeah, my roommate has to like go outside to get any service Mm
3: -hmm.
4: that's what i i like i don't even live in la but like my tip for my friends who moved to la i'm like take your phone with you and look at your cell service (laughs) while you look at the place
2: yeah that's a good idea yeah when i lived in the hollywood hills which is like fucking hollywood my phone i had to get a landline because my phone didn't work in my house
1: oh okay Yeah. yeah pretty freaking Let, crazy let's go back
0: to landlines everybody I, <laughs> I just watched if if anyone wants to be super paranoid about the future which I, i'm sure all of us are now absolutely but i watched mm. the great hack last night have you have you guys seen that which one the great hack Mm-mm. it's i was telling my boyfriend about it because i could not sleep last night and then i just woke up and was like i'm gonna watch something because like i'm you know yeah. can't, i'm just i, turning, I dusting, only will have
4: one i'm wearing my I don't know, a hacker's t-shirt
1: <laughs> oh nice ha- shout That's out amazing to, shout out to the uh the k-pop stands out there shirt. right now the k-pop stands or the yeah, modern day K-pops hackers they're really
0: taking over they're <laughs> taking over like the blue lives matter hashtags and stuff like that which is k-pop <laughs> content they're it's doing that that's what they did in the hack
1: and hackers where like they just sent all like the little things to like the big bad and, the th- and it's like that's what k-pop stands are doing <laughs> it's
4: great there's there's a <laughs> bunch of really accurate stuff in that movie but they have to play Down,
0: Mm -hmm.
4: um, because the government give away their secrets. The government told them to not have as accurate hacking abilities in the movie because the the movie War Games with Mm -hmm. Matthew Broderick had a thing where he got a free phone call by putting the microphone to the coin box. Just just something in passing. Yeah, that's real. You can really (laughs) do that. And so they got in trouble because people were breaking <laughs> open phones all over the country because of Matthew Broderick doing Wait that. Wait a minute.
2: So I remember back when there were payphones. Are you talking about the bottom part of the phone? Yeah. Like, were you talking t- yeah. That's crazy because I remember Wait. like looking at phones and seeing those twisted off. That was because of Matthew Broderick. Wait, what would you do yeah. that? What would it do?
4: <laughs> so you would take a, a soda can tab, you'd mm-hmm. peel it off, you'd t- unscrew the microphone, you'd use the m- magnet from the microphone. To hit the coin box, and it would trigger it to cl- to like click over and give you a f- a free credit,
1: basically.
0: Whoa, that, that is wild. That rules. <laughs>
1: It's yeah. <laughs> <That's> so funny <laughs> Matthew Broderick um, out well, in the yeah, streets. This,
0: this movie, I was telling my boyfriend about it And I was like, The Great Hack And he was like, The Gray Hat? And I was like, no. <laughs> It's also just a really totally opposite movie of what I'm watching Just like an old British lady drinking tea I don't know movie. Um, But The Great Hack is about Data mining and how our, All of our data is being used against us How it was used in the last election and how is that we're a, It's a recent documentary? Yeah, kind of. Okay. So watch it because it's very yeah. good, but also obviously fucking terrifying. And yeah, yeah.
2: You, you know what, I what is? What do you think is like the scariest thing that you learn from it? Because I definitely want to watch it. <laughs>
0: um, that they don't believe that our we have a right to own our own data is the problem. Yeah. They wow. like this guy sued to try and get his own data back from this company from Cambridge Analytica. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking Steve Bannon's like company. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, air quotes. Um, mm-hmm. Which he came up with that name, which is, like, the stupidest fucking name that a fucking Seriously? piece of shit would come up with that's, like, a, smart a British, British name for a fucking business. <laughs> um, but yeah. anyway, so this guy, sued, so that was the scariest thing, is just that we, we don't even have a right to our own data. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Do, you, do you know what I just learned yesterday? Um, do you know every time you do a catch um, you that your input is actually teaching Google cars, self-driving cars, uh, how to drive like that. How? Because you're identifying, recognize street
0: signs and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cars and everything. That's like, we're all unwittingly like teaching self-driving cars, how to do it. I'm furious. Honestly, I'm pro
2: self-driving car. So good.
1: See, I'm furious about it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you, have you ever
4: looked up your old houses or, or apartments where you've lived Oh, Look yeah. it up on Google Maps and then, like, do the the street view and mm-hmm. see if you see anybody
1: you know around.
0: <laughs> oh, ooh, I'm going to do that today, though.
1: Yeah, those are funny sometimes. Just, like, somebody crazy in the background.
0: <laughs> I was going to do, because I, I, ooh, this is not a bad idea. I had thought about years ago doing um, a bus tour called, uh, oh, my God, now I can't remember. Oh, map to the scars. And it would be like a, a bus tour of me going around to all the like bad breakups and like shitty guys I had fucked or whatever the hell yeah, in yeah. LA. And so maybe I could do that on Google, <laughs> Google Earth instead. <laughs> and then I could be like, he's right there. <laughs> he's still hanging out on his porch and, you know, working at 7 Eleven or whatever. That's there was,
4: really funny. There was definitely a, a house I looked up and it was our like, it was kind of like a rundown house that had seen a lot of people move through it. And uh, it wasn't us on the front porch, but there were still people on the front porch drinking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that feels good.
1: Yeah, that's pretty fun. I like that.
0: You're like, tail as old as time. <laughs> Just being passed down.
1: It's like, a, it's like
4: one of those military memorials where they have somebody who has to, like, kind of stand guard. There always has to be somebody drinking beer on the front. Oh, <laughs> porch That's the, the
2: flame that never burns out.
4: <laughs>
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, um, I had, I had a fun story from the other day. I, uh, speaking of memorials, I, we did a thing here in LA. Um, what was that? Two days ago, Babs? Where what was that? Yeah, Where like you, you took so. flowers downtown to city hall basically, um, for, for Brianna Taylor. And, um, uh, I had, a, I had a really delightful day Tess, i got a little like e- eagle rock thrown in there where i went to mm. one of our florists over here and um it was only cash only because their card machine was down and i was like oh i don't have any cash like, oh just bring me ten dollars later whenever you can which was like very I love
2: that florist the one by swark yeah the one by
1: swark yeah oh i love that guy yeah he's got like blm signs in the windows and everything it was awesome yeah. and then so i took them I, I got like a half dozen i took them downtown and then when i pulled off the ramp there was like a a homeless guy there with a sign, and I gave him like half of my roses, and I was like, "Sell these to the white people, get some money out of this." Smart.
0: <laughs> I was like, "I'll put half because it here. was like a thing that day. Everyone mm-hmm. was bringing roses to City Hall, so yeah. it was like, you can especially get rid of these right now.' Yeah,
1: exactly. I was like, "Here, sell these roses. Let's let's double sell them, make some money, which is fun." And I, I dropped. I, yeah.
4: I, <laughs> yeah, I like any time you like have a business you regularly go to, and they do something so nice, mm-hmm. and you're like. It makes you feel like you live in a small, like, French town.
0: Yeah, I know. It was (laughs) like, oh, my God, thank you. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I can't imagine any place I would go to around here that would be like, don't worry about it. Come bring me it next time. There's no way. I'm yeah, like, merci, merci. Bonjour, <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. It was really sweet. And he was like, Are you taking these downtown? And I was like, Yeah. He's like, Oh, cool, awesome. Like, people are coming in all day. And then I, like, I, um, so there's this awesome list on like, the LA Times right now of, like, all these, like, black owned restaurants and stuff. And once you're in LA, you're, like, 15 minutes from Compton. So I was like, Let me go to a place that's, Like there's a there's a bunch of black businesses that are like up on the east side that I'm like they're getting overwhelmed like people are like hitting them up like crazy so I was like well let me go to something that like it's a neighborhood I haven't been to and I went to this barbecue place and it was so sweet because they didn't know about the list at all and they're like oh you've come here for the first time and I was like oh yeah I, I saw it on the LA Times list and then this lady in the window just goes we're in the LA Times. Holy shit! And she Aww. she called the boss in, and she was just like, I, I pulled up the article, and they were like, "We're in the L.A. Times," and then all the employees just started going, "When are we getting a raise? We're in the L.A. Times now." It was, it was so cute and funny. Again, it, it's it sounds mm-hmm. like you
4: live in a small French town.
1: I know. <laughs> we are like- in the, we are in this <laughs> Gazette. Well, we yeah. to go- <laughs> I'm about. totally it was <laughs> such a like really really like positive day and i was just like this is just i'm just having a good time this is great got a bunch of really awesome ribs and that
0: barbecue is fucking bomb Ooh. i got brandy brought me some it was really good Ooh. yeah
1: johnson brothers barbecue down in compton if you live in Did la you get
2: hush puppies
1: didn't get hush puppies um but i got ribs pulled pork and they had g- really good mac and cheese and baked beans it was it was really real top-notch situation
4: <laughs> hell yeah yeah I, I we moved into our new place like a year ago and it's really dangerous because there's a uh of there's a uh korean slash southern cooking chain called bok bok here okay. and it's just like They've got kimchi mac and cheese, and I can just oh literally God. hit it on caviar and then ten minutes later walk downstairs, get it, oh, and then fuck walk back up. It's dangerous. <laughs> that is so that is very dangerous.
1: <laughs> kimchi Mac and Cheese? That's interesting. I've never heard of that before.
2: Yeah. That's one of those things where it's like, I will I'm adventurous in that way, like I'll try mm-hmm. it, but I'm I'm not picturing how that works.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I trust. I, trust I feel it. like it's just like mac and cheese with some like a little like I don't know vinegary. A little, it's, like, a little, it's, you
4: know. it's in yeah. with the cheese. It's mixed in with oh, right. the cheese. Okay. And then it's like a small garnish on top. I assure okay. you, it works.
1: Oh, I, I believe it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I, I, man, can't tell you guys. I got a. I got a candle next to my water and I have almost burned my face off. I'm gonna move this like several times during the Zoom call. (laughs) Keep like reaching over and I almost grab fire. (laughs)
0: Just gonna not, not do that. (laughs) I've definitely done that before. I like, I was making food the other day. I've just been like, you know, so Mm -hmm. out of it and I almost put sugar like all over my dinner. It's just it's that time. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at. (laughs) Uh, Okay, we're gonna put some sugar I don't know pour okay. some sugar on <laughs> us and we'll be back <laughs> we're back on lady to lady i'm babs i'm brandy i'm tess I'm andy. and we're here with andy yeah. yay yay Sorry, I and, caught uh, no, no, you're great. <laughs> no, I think we kind of have made that a tradition of like the guests saying it in the third segment, but we also never tell them that or set them no. up, so yeah. it's kind of just like a yeah. game of chicken as far as who's gonna say. Yeah, it. it's a real minimum. I, mean, I think like all hosts, we just
2: want to make you feel a smidge uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. keep you on your toes, you know. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's it's been so awkward with like conversations and like comedy shows over Zoom because you'll like say a joke and then like 20 seconds later hear a chuckle
3: <laughs> it's,
4: it's like any joke on any adult swim show in 2004 <laughs> like, it would happen and then maybe two minutes later you made a laugh you know yeah
0: like a, hmm. oh that's what it that's what the problem is i just thought the I was not getting any laughs ever, but I'll just chalk it up to the 20 second delay. A 20 second laugh delay on Zoom. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Um, let's do a lady problem. Let's do it. If you have one, send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady, lady problems. Lady,
2: lady problems.
0: Lady Problems. Do you have them? Lady Problems. Do you have them? People have them. Okay, here we go. Hi ladies. I have a relationship problem with my sweet partner and I really need some ideas for how we can begin to deal with it. We're both in our early 30s and we've been together for almost four years. We've always had problems getting my partner to be comfortable with regular sex, like more than once a month, which I thought was due to their inexperience. They get really anxious leading up to it, even though they enjoy the act itself, and we are comfortable with each other once we get going. Starting in the early years, it was like four weeks, then six, then eight from the last time we'd slept together, no matter what I did. Feeling like I was always going to be shut down felt so bad that it got to the point last year where I stopped initiating anything sexual i've struggled for a long time to feel good about my appearance how could i not in this situation since we've been sheltering in place though there's been a plot twist they came out to me as gender fluid a couple of months ago my partner was assigned male at birth and is now experimenting with their identity with help from a therapist i identify as a straight cis woman but maybe this means i'm pansexual now i'm thrilled my partner and best friend is figuring out to live their truth i'm also fairly confident that this is why we haven't done anything but kiss for almost five whole months That's a whole lot of jacking off alone and avoiding the conversation, y'all. They tell me they think I'm sexy, but without the physical act to back it up, I have a hard time believing them. They feel really guilty that their anxiety has led me to a bad self-image, and I think someone having sex with me because they feel guilty is one of the top five worst feelings in the world. Mm -hmm. No accidental quarantine babies are happening over here. But we get along really well and have strong communication, so I feel like it's something we can overcome together. We both want to build our sex life back up, but we have no idea how. We're pretty determined to spend the rest of our lives together, and sex is really the only problem we have. I just want it to be fun and comfortable again. Any ideas on how to start doing the thing we both want to do and enjoy but haven't been able to do yet as our authentic selves? Thanks for the many laughs over the years, and hopefully for your advice now. Identity crisis in California.
4: I, I think the, the when you first come out as either trans or gender fluid or anywhere on that whole uh, spectrum, when you come out on a spectrum, it's, it's important to communicate with your partner because you give them... Uh, like, anything you feel about not getting attention from your partner, multiply that by, like, uh, 50%, and that's what the other person's going through. And you're kind of like... It's kind of like uh, somebody finally... It's like somebody gave you a key to a bunch of cars and you can choose one car but you're not sure what car you want There's this like Mm. sexual Goldilocks period Mm. (laughs) sometimes (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, But like LOX That's the uh, gender neutral version of Goldilocks (laughs) just wanted to put that <laughs> out
1: there. Sexual Goldilocks is also a good DJ name. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but it's it's just about like mm-hmm. it's finding out how to communicate with each other over again and it can be very mm-hmm. uh, I it can be very difficult to broach the conversation about what you're both into and also if you need to bring toys into it and mm-hmm. that becomes like a bigger thing. It's a it's oftentimes, like, a cis person finding out what tops and bottoms are for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. That can be right. it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, technically, uh, it can mean... It doesn't mean that they're also... It doesn't mean that they're possibly pansexual. Their mm-hmm. relationship can work on a, a certain level without it having to be spoken roles. Mm-hmm. And that can sometimes help, too. Um, but, yeah... Mhm. Uh, but it is very ho- it's very weird for folks who are cis to like have somebody come out because they're kind of like you kind of like restructured everything it like could even mean that you're both going suddenly into the same bathroom to go to the bathroom do you know right. what I'm saying mm-hmm. Yeah. and like that can be wild because then you're like having to hear the other person pee in the same room as you and that's like <laughs> new
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's an aspect of it i'd never considered before that's interesting yeah it's tough because it sounds like it started off with you know that they've had problems like being comfortable together so mm-hmm. it does sound like overall yeah you just need to i don't know how but to kind of like really step back and and refresh and kind of start start new in some way if you can figure that out i mean it's hard when you've been together so long but well and i would assume that
1: you know now that you they are like living you know a more you know authentic version of themselves too hopefully you know versus this like being very closeted about it before like that hopefully that that will make them more open to and more comfortable with themselves i I would hope too i mean is there something to like watching like gender fluid porn together just to be like okay let's be like turned on by watching this thing separately or i mean i don't i don't know
4: I, I think it it starts with an honest conversation of what each other is into, mm-hmm. or like um, hey, I've, I've, I find that there's this there's this huge when you come out as trans, there's this whole uh, period, at least for trans women especially where that uh, trans women are trying to find out who they are in both clothing and mm-hmm. gender at the same time and uh it's that whole like when you were like eight years old and wear rain boots with a tutu and a fireman's hat Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like you have to go through that at 40 Mm. so it's like i don't
3: it's
4: it it can be something like uh i think the name's probably coming soon so being able to tell and defend your partner even when they're not in earshot and to and like defending their honor and not even telling them like a lot of Mm -hmm. about uh the like best thing to do sometimes is listen and act but not like turn around for them to be to let them know that something happened it's like when people start using somebody comes out as trans and they start using pronouns very strongly like she And her needs. I'm like clearly just saying it louder so you can hear it and be like,
3: like,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah.
2: It's like the white girl who orders a quesadilla by going like, quesadilla,
1: yeah, yeah, (laughs) gordita, yeah, yeah, gordita, yeah, (laughs) yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shuster.
0: I mean, the good thing is, is that it sounds like you know. Mm you do have a strong like strong relationship and you are both in love with each other and like willing to like really go through it together and like figure this out so at least you're starting off with a really good foundation of of kind of like working together i mean i think you know getting some therapy together would probably be a great idea we i mean, yeah. we talk about this a lot. every couple should go through therapy yeah. i'm sure um hmm but that might be a good place to start, maybe to kind of, cause I, I, you know, I've talked about this before. I'm like a obviously very outspoken person, but I have a hell of a time telling my partner what I need. Like ev- in everywhere, sexually, part, relationship-wise, I it's just not natural to me at all. And so, you know, that's something that like I really have to work on with us, and I'm not great at working on it. So, I think with us that would really help me, you know, if I got if we got therapy and just like kind of had that middle ground person to kind of help you help you get the, get out what you're like not saying.
2: Yeah. And I would also add that I don't think that the person who wrote this in should, I mean, obviously your partner is going through this big transitional phase in their life, mm-hmm. but like you should also, and I think it'll only help them like the more honest you are about what you want to like, mm-hmm. don't forget yourself in the equation. And I think the more, open and honest you are about your own Mm -hmm. like wants and needs the more that's going to encourage them to kind of follow suit
4: i i think it's also like important to be like i know you're super trying to figure things out again and we could see that as a very scary thing Mm -hmm. that would scare me like you would assume in some sort of like thought that Mm -hmm. that's how somebody's going to react to this but you could maybe flip it to be, like, a really positive thing. Mm -hmm. Like, we get to go to the store, you know?
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's most important. I'm willing to bet if it hasn't happened, it will happen soon, a name change. Mm -hmm. And maybe it could be, like, hey, if you want to try a new name, just let me know. Mm -hmm. Like, you try many names out, but, like, that kind of small communication thing might open things up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to seem like you're fluid in the way that you handle it. Does that make sense? Like, just kind of organically being like, oh, let's do this, and you know, give you the space to like, change or grow or get rid of shit. (laughs)
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense, yeah. That's like, really encouraging, like, to help bring something up that maybe they might be nervous to talk about, like, a name change and really embracing it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah,
2: because I mean, you're, like it is. I mean, your identity as a couple is changing. So I think the more kind of fluid that you can be, because you are part of this process. Like you guys are changing as, as a pair, and so the more it seems like the more kind of like proactive and involved in, and flexible and fluid you can be in that process, the better.
4: That that happened with me and uh, Linus, my partner. I came as a trans woman, and then he came as a trans dude and it came out at separate times and was definitely a growing really? experience in both ways and mm. like uh, communication's been key to us the whole time we've been together for, how long have we been together? 18 years? Yeah,
3: sounds about right
4: We, we celebrate <laughs> I think we celebrate 19 years together in two months Aww. So, Aww, That's beautiful. Except,
2: that's amazing <laughs>
4: But yeah, all that same stuff or like ending up peeing in the same bathroom for a while as (laughs) while we're still, like, figuring out our presentations. Uh, It was both fun and not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, like, any experience like this, it's going to be full of, like, you know, exciting Mm -hmm. new things and also just, like, stuff you're not expecting that's harder. For sure. Something like that seems... Like, it might not be huge in the grand scheme of things, but maybe affects you in a way you're not expecting. Mm
4: -hmm. I I imagine if everybody's still in quarantine wherever you are, like, hair shit would be real helpful. Like, if somebody has short hair, long hair, be like, let's try some hair shit. Because that's also got to be hard that you can't get a haircut at the Mm -hmm. moment, but maybe... Helping them find a place to get a haircut and be like, I don't have to hold your hand in here, but I suggest this place and these people seem chill. Uh,
1: well, yeah, and I think maybe cool. also that's make sure idea. you're 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 setting aside time to go on like dates. Like this is like a date night for us to like redefine. Like okay, what let's so, so you're not like just talking about this. You're taking this out in the world and like a romantic practice as well too. You know. It's,
0: once that Wait, what is the status with stuff? Vegas is open again? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, I, once you can safely do it. Well, I mean, I
1: guess I, I, I mean more in terms of like going for a, like, even if it's at home, it's just having like a romantic date night. You're like this is a date night. We're going to figure out something right. fun to do like as a date as, as a couple or whatever.
4: Me and Linus have been getting through all this by having um, we've been picking a director or a series of films. I'm watching all the movies by that like series of films. We did all the uh, Mad Max movies <laughs> over mm. the last few weeks, and we're started to do Lord of the Rings.
1: Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. I was
2: just thinking about my ambitious project. To I was planning on getting on. T- um- like, doing a deep read of every single play in Stephen Sondheim's canon at the beginning of this, and I only got to three plays so far. That's what I was just thinking <laughs> That's not bad. I mean,
0: that's that's pretty heavy duty.
4: I There's so many things I said that I was going to do at the beginning of all this. I'm going to be like, I'm going to get this done, and then I've just been staring at yeah, a computer no. screen for, like, 20 minutes a day thinking mm-hmm. about the thing I should be doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's classic. Classic uh, comedian artist procrastinator brain. The more yeah. things change, the more they stay the same. Sometimes, <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, I guess the, but I guess the, I think for the most part, it's just being super open and super thoughtful, and like, figure out a haircut situation, or be like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. There's some. There's. It's like a thin line walking between being like trying to be supportive and then like on the other side of it being like oh this is cloying <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh. yeah and I mean I there is some stuff in you know that's like obviously like Tess said you do have to look out for yourself I mean mm-hmm. if you're if you're feeling really shitty because you're not feeling like attractive or you know mm-hmm. you get rejected all the time that's definitely a, something you need to address because that you shouldn't be feeling like that with your partner. Um, I mean, occasionally, you know, once in a while, obviously, you're not you're gonna feel like shitty about something not on purpose. But if you're constantly mm-hmm. feeling rejected by them, that's like a whole a whole thing to kind of yeah, figure
4: out. I mean, the most the like most important thing that's happening right now is like. When that's happening, you have to be, you have to know that they're going, it has nothing to do about you and your appearances, Mm -hmm. and if anything, if they've been together with you, you've been a catalyst for them being able to uh, communicate this about themselves, and it means that, like, there's something truly special about whatever math. Or Is going on in your relationship That a person's able to open up like this That's only a compliment to you And how attractive you are as a human being How spiritual you are When you you struggle with Being unclothed entirely As any trans person Or non-binary person goes through Like you struggle to take off your clothes So then like Being reminded of the parts you don't want Or the parts you do want When it comes to like uh sexual encounter can be very very hard but um yeah just asking each other what each other's porn tastes so <laughs> is is also important
0: that'll go a long way <laughs> and that's just
2: universal advice i think yeah.
4: <laughs> do you think uh, do you think zoom is going to make a lot of first person porn being very common now
1: like I POV? mean, I think that was already a thing. Oh, like cam- camming and stuff? Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, but like the first person porn where the person's like acting like they're the camera is the, the Oh, like, right. oh, like right. POV. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: I mean,
0: yeah. I, mean as- I, think, I think 3D stuff is definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. As soon as they called? perfect virtual reality, no one's leaving yeah. the
2: house. Like, that's all anyone's going to do. <laughs>
0: Although, I will say, have you guys ever watched like really bad 3D porn? It's pretty funny. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll like, do some like, Googles later, but okay.
0: <laughs> it's like, you know, when you click on, like there'll be an ad that's like Homer and Marge fucking, and you're like, what is this? And you click on it, and then and attached to that is all this stuff that's like really bad graphic rendering of like someone fucking, but it's just like a sound playing over and over in like the same shot Oh, <laughs> man.
4: <totally> I, <laughs> I just had uh, something come out that my, my, I, uh, I was in a, a film that won the Hump Festival, the Hump oh, Film Festival. Congratulations! It was called Queer Safari, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I use it as a credit in my bio. Hump Film that's Festival a great, great Award name. Winner. That's but, awesome. Uh, I keep I keep forgetting that like we put we made a porn, <laughs> 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 and that's like bad. That sounds bad, but I that's think. W-
1: uh yeah, that's the sequel to We Bought a Zoo. We made a porn <laughs> <laughs> I th- I
0: queer think safari. That's yeah. it. We yeah. made a porn queer safari. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was about this hookup scene in this. There's a park in Seattle that has a bathroom, a men's bathroom that's open 24 hours mm-hmm. in just mm-hmm. a re- kind of remote park that's open all the time. So it is like a hot spot for glory holes. Sure. And like, so the glory hole would get sawzalled in, and then the parks department would get upset and fill in the glory hole. And so they <laughs> would just move to another side of the of the divider and oh, do another god. one. And so they just got so pissed off that they sawzalled the entire divider between the two stalls. Oh my god! <laughs> so it was just two stalls with a tiny railing at your foot.
0: <laughs> oh my god I've never thought about that How hard that would be to get through Like a divider in a bathroom Because that seems like a very hard Like that's a lot of work yeah. Do you need like hardware?
4: <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I was saying to I was saying to my friend uh, I was saying to my coworker. I'm like oh you'd think anybody with a sawzall Like that that would say That they really make a lot of glory holes I'm like So anybody with a sawzall Is a person that's like suspect of being uh, Super Super <laughs> gay and cruising and he was like it's not a saw saw it's a right hand circular micro <laughs> blade saw <I'm> like, okay <laughs> okay then all right well now we know
2: i just like the idea of like going to home
4: depot to get your glory hole tools <laughs> <laughs> you need tools for your glory hole for the tools. it's
0: <laughs> we have to say it's Lowe's. It's Lowe's. It's Lowe's.
4: Yeah, it's Lowe's. Everyone, oh. it's Lowe's. Home Depot's
2: canceled.
0: Home Depot Depot canceled? to. Trump. I
4: haven't.
1: Oh,
2: did they really? Um, yeah, of course.
0: Specifically for the queer community, it's Lowe's. You, so so get your glory hole tools at Lowe's, everyone. If you're
4: <laughs> if if you're looking to keep things on the the low down hey. I suggest <laughs> getting down with Lowe's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Offer code
0: lady. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> give it a shot it Try might it. work see what um. happens <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show andy it was awesome to no, no talk problem. with you what's your social shout out so everybody can see it and, and follow your uh, dj parties and stuff too
4: um i'm at andy Wancio on twitter and uh facebook and uh instagram and all of that nice. uh my instagram i do it yeah like i said i've been djing for like 20 years and i do a mix shows every uh Saturday and Sunday for uh just for two hours so mm-hmm. I can just, you know, vent <laughs>
0: <and> <laughs> What time is it at? Uh-huh. It's at four? Uh what time is it at? Four to yeah.
4: six PM uh Pacific or uh was that seven to nine Eastern. Mm-hmm. It's a good middle yeah, of the Yeah, it's a
0: it's a fun yeah, yeah nice middle time. of the day like hang.
4: Yeah, and uh yeah. It's a lot of me doing that and yelling stuff and uh yeah, I, I'm not, I'm just doing them to be just straightforward me DJing. Um, I haven't, it's not anything where I'm like, oh, I'm taking donations, because, like, all the actions that I'm taking, I'm not, like, I'm making a conscious, uh, point to not just be, like, putting them out there, being like, look at me here, me mm-hmm. donating to this. Mm-hmm. i have just yeah, totally. kind of a bit different, but, yeah. uh... Anyway, that got it a strong message. No, yeah, it's <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I think we're all making yeah. sure we're putting out. You know what I mean. We're all being being very aware aware of like what we're putting out there right now. So yeah, it's for good. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, go to her um, dance party. Follow her everywhere. This has been so fun, you guys.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. We'll yeah. yeah you next thank you. Week. Thanks, Andy. Thanks. And then yeah, we'll be over on the top secret session for all our Patreon people you want to check that out go to patreon.com slash lady to lady bye y'all all right thanks bye. <laughs> can't get enough of us subscribe to our patreon for exclusive bonus content access to our first 100 episodes and more go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up as little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing even when your coworkers stare That's patreon.com slash ladytolady. And don't forget
2: to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at ladytoladycomedy.
1: Bye, bye, bye. bye.